Real Presence Live. It's this really powerful sense of, okay, you're seen, you're known, you're missed if you're not here. Local. It's that good crop of corn or beans or wheat or whatever it is that you do that, you know, you grow it, you grow it to the Lord, and if it doesn't come about, you just have to be patient and say, well, there's always next year. Engaging. Evangelization is the fruit of the love of God being poured into the hearts of Jesus' friends. Live. This is our charism, to be witnesses of Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist. Good morning, I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm Joe Rutten. <laughs> Joe Rutten is my co-host this morning. We're broadcasting live from the campus of Mount Marty College. Amen, sister. How are we doing, Heather? It is. It is a beautiful day. I didn't wear it my is. coat. Don't it tell is. my mom. It's a little chilly out, but if you the are sitting in a night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're sitting up at the mount overlooking the Missouri here and Yankton, South Dakota. So Well, and I came in and I was a little surprised because your desk is so bare. So what does that mean? That means the semester has ended. <laughs> the semester has ended. <laughs> well, it's a joy to be up here this morning. Let's do this thing, Let's Heather. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're broadcasting Real Presence Live this morning from the campus of Mount Marty College in Yankton. In South Dakota. Joe Rutten is my co host, and we have a big morning plan. We got a lot of people scheduled yeah, for this two hour. Big uh, hitters coming ooh, on. This baby, morning, this one's so. going to be fun here. I, I, I told my wife a little bit about who was going to be on, and she was like, how are you going to fit them all in? <laughs> you just so. wait. You just wait and watch. So yeah. we've got a great morning this morning. Uh, lots to get through and great uh, guests to interview. And I'm just thrilled to be here at Mount Marty College with the Joe Rudd. Is that how this works? So I'm I'm rank up there with like the Ohio State University. Like I, I get guess. a the in front you of my name. You get a the. Uh, I don't know what the Brothers Rutten will think about that. Because um, they're just the Brothers Rutten. They're well, not the Brothers now. Rutten. They get reverend, right? They get father. They do. Maybe I get the. <laughs> the, the Joe, Joe Rutten. Rutten. <laughs> I like it. There might be a little pride that goes before the fall in this thing. We better cool the You've jets. You've all heard it live, folks. <laughs> cool the jets. Oh, well, we're going to get started with our first guest this morning. Dr. Jason Heron is with us. And you guys actually work together, Joe, right? Correct. We, uh, uh, the relationship goes back further. I had the privilege of knowing his parents. Uh, my wife is a convert to the faith, and her family's pastor was Jason Heron's father. Small and, world. Uh, as a Protestant pastor for many years, um, Jason actually led the way into the Catholic faith. Eventually, his father and mother would decide to enter the Catholic faith, and I was privileged to walk with his father and be his father's sponsor as well, he was confirmed in the faith. The last time we had Dr. Heron on, I kind of wanted to, and see, I'm like a rabbit hole chaser. Right. I right, go after right. these rabbit holes, and so I want some time to get Dr. Heron on to talk about what it's like to have your parents convert. Because I think that's a part of conversions. You hear about a lot of kids that make that for their own decisions, but then to have your family follow you. I, I would like an interview just on that someday, Doctor. Because yeah, okay. we can do that. Because right, <laughs> right, right. you got a sister as well that converted. Yeah, that's right. But you my, were the first my, of the family. I'm the oldest, and then my uh, middle, the middle child, my younger sister Emily, she converted, and then we have a, a younger sister Paige who's deeply in love with our Lord, but is not yet 
a Catholic. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it was at Easter vigil where yeah. his father came into the church that I met Jason for the one and only time. Yeah, we met for like five minutes. For like five <laughs> minutes, said hello. And two years later or so, uh, there was a job opening at Mount Marty. And literally, um, it was an inspiration in the middle of the night. His name popped into my head. By 8 o'clock that morning, I was uh, calling him to see if he'd be interested in a job. He was in Dayton, Ohio at the time, the <laughs> University of Dayton. And I said, you interested in picking your family a six up and moving to Yankton, South Dakota? And within 30 days, yep. within 30 days. Almost to the day. Yeah. Wow. So here we sit uh, two and a half years later from the beginning <laughs> of the project at Mount Marty College. So, Dr. Heron, how are we doing this morning? Very good. Very good. I, uh, you look a little peaked over there. Did you, <laughs> how, how, what's been, you know, did you have a good night's sleep? No, I did not. Did you sleep <laughs> like Joseph, a baby? Joseph, I did not. Yes, I slept like a baby. I, I was know, up a lot. Right? <laughs> I know. When people say that, I'm like, oh, what, crying three times in the middle right, of the night? Right. They're thinking of those rare naps where the kid can sleep through like a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> Right. Uh, yeah, our, well, our baby Lily was up, so right. I was up. Right. Well, it's a blessing to have you here. Thanks. You Thanks know, I me. think that that even can kind of lead us into this conversation this morning that that we want to have with you about practicing the presence of God. I'm reminded of this topic that there's kind of an ancient Carmelite, maybe an, not ancient, but a, maybe a medieval Carmelite uh, that has a work called practicing the presence of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think this idea of the awareness of God, discernment, how do, how do we practice this thing where we're living a Christian faith? I like to say, Dr. Heron, that's plugged in, that the Christmas tree that has lights and decorate, <laughs> like, that the dang thing's plugged in. I felt a, long time, a lot of my life I never had it plugged in. And once I figured out how to plug it in or the grace of Christ plugged it in, I, it seems like I'm constantly trying to practice that presence of being attentive and aware to, uh, to, to God, to Christ in my life. And so that's what we want to chat a little bit about and get your insights into. So um, taking the time to practice the presence of God, and then how does that change our lives? So maybe start right there. You know, what is the presence of God? How, and then how do we become aware of it? Uh yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think that actually your Christmas tree uh, analogy might work pretty well. There's a very famous quote from St. Irenaeus, uh, who lived in the second century in ancient France, or Gaul. Um, he was a bishop there. And he said, the glory of God is the human person fully alive. And so he, he of course, would not have been able to use the analogy of plugging things in, but, uh, <laughs> you know, that Christmas tree that kind of comes to life whenever you finally light it. Right. Um, so, but it, it's kind of strange that from our perspective, I think that to think that a Christian would say that we see the glory of God in a human person fully alive, we might be comfortable saying that about the incarnate Lord. There's the glory of God, Jesus Christ. But I don't think we're in the habit of thinking that our fellow humans, we are, I myself, uh, when we are fully alive, that that's the glory of God coursing through us. And so um, I think meditating on that for a little bit during Advent could could help people uh, understand how important uh, practicing the presence of God is, but also how um, strangely native to our own experience 
practicing the presence of God can be. So when you're saying practicing the presence of God, what does that mean for you? Um, well, if I think of St. Irenaeus's quote, the glory of God is the human person fully alive, then I should pay attention to when I feel fully alive. What am I doing? Where am I? Whom am I with? When I feel fully alive. Hmm. Uh, and if I can discern those moments in my life, those times in my life when I feel fully alive, I, uh, it does take practice. I mean, the, the word practice is super useful in this context. Mm-hmm. But if I can get, develop a skill of recognizing when I am fully alive, then, then I'm on my way to practicing God's presence. This is beautiful. This makes me, all right, so what you're saying, all right, it's Advent season, right? We're in the, the third week here. We're moving quickly toward Christmas. It's just going to be honest before we know it. And so we're talking about how during Advent can I practice this presence of God? What you're saying is that, one, this is very concrete. This, is, this can be done through um, uh, other people. Mm. Right through through the observation of God's presence in other people. This can also be done by discerning God's presence in me. And what you're saying is, I discern that by being attentive or aware to when I'm really excited, like when I feel really alive myself, like when I feel joy or when I feel happiness. Or is that what yeah. you're saying? Uh, well. <laughs> Excitement? Maybe, maybe not. Right. I mean, sure, sometimes I can get excited about lots of things that right. mean nothing. Um, What's the litmus? What's the thing that says, yes, these are the things you ought to be attentive to? I think that's what heart. you're developing the skill to recognize. Gotcha. I can be excited about, I don't know. A I've, football game or something. Sure, sure. Or and things which aren't good for you. Right. This is a common experience among all humans forever being excited about something that's actually destroying <laughs> yeah. you. I don't know about you, Heather. I right. Oh, yeah. I'm an expert at that. <laughs> yeah. I love I love sweets. So so, yeah. <laughs> so discerning the difference between with, let's stay with excitement. Right. What excites me and actually is good for me and excites me and is actually destroying me. Uh that in itself is its own task. That's kind of the drama of the moral life in a nutshell. Um so I think that you're you're wanting to if you're wanting to learn how to practice the presence of God by paying attention to when you're fully alive, you're wanting to discern uh, those moments, those relationships, those events where uh, you feel that something that your heart has deeply wanted is being fulfilled, mm-hmm. uh, and that that takes that does take practice. We're going to keep using the word practice for the rest of the time, I think, mm-hmm. because you are actively trying to discern: Do I really? need this and desire this or is this something that I think I need and desire they have an old Joe you'll be very happy to know this is an old Thomistic distinction ah, we gotta love between right. uh, real and apparent goods right well and don't you think that sometimes when you are truly practicing that there's a certain level of peace that comes right. with it yes so and that's like an underlying feeling uh, I'm I'm getting ready for one of the moments of the year when this is very easy for me it's Christmas morning, wa- watching my kids open presents and eating good food all day and losing all track of time. Um, and I'm n- I don't mean to be sentimental about that. Uh, I think it's very instructive that on Christmas Day you can lose track of time. You don't know 
you don't care what's coming next. Mm. You don't even know what's coming next. And Christmas Day is just kind of a a blob of joy for me. Mm. So there's like this very peaceful feeling. Uh, and so I do think that's... Oh, sorry. I do think that's um, some kind of foretaste of, of beatitude in a way. That there's a, a, com- a beautiful combination of joy, peace, and a lack of a sense of time. There's no urgency to the day. We're just sort of rolling through. I will on Christmas morning. I will build Legos for. <laughs> my kids aren't listening. I hope. Uh, <laughs> I will build Legos for hours, and then I'll like look up, and th- it'll be four in the afternoon. Right, right, right. Well, for those out there listening, uh, you're tuning into Real Presence Live here. Uh, I'm Joe Rutten, one of your hosts. And, and I'm Heather Carroll. And Jason Heron, professor Hi. of theology, is our guest here. And we're talking about practicing the presence of God here during Advent. As we kind of wrap up here, um, practical advice or kind of a, a thing, a message maybe that you would leave with a listener out there. This is a, you know, you're covering a, a five-state region here, Dr. Heron, as you think about the people listening and preparing these, fi- this, these final days for Advent, what might be a message that you'd have for them about how they might concretely practice this presence? Uh, well, I just blathered on about Christmas morning. Right. Um, I think that it would be wise to figure out a way to pay attention to the life you're actually living rather than trying to cram something new or something that seems extraordinary to you or something that seems like you have to do it. It's required of you if you're going to be a good Catholic. Trying to cram that into your life instead of paying attention to the life that you're actually leading. So my advice would be look at the life you're actually leading. Hmm. Look at what's in front of you. Be attentive to uh, the circumstances and the relationships that you actually have. And maybe stop trying to uh, force yourself to do something uh, to find God. God is not something that you have to, uh, <laughs> that's hiding from you. God is not hiding from you. He wants you. He's available all the time. Um, if we have a sense that he is hiding, it might be that we are hiding. Mm-hmm. I think that's Genesis 3. Wow. Wow. That's beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Heron. Oh, sure. Thanks beautiful. for having me. I, we could have had much more time with you. Yeah, I think that we're going to have to line this up down the road. Yeah, so. beautiful. Yep, we uh, beautiful. go home. You can uh, go back to sleep. Hopefully your kids uh, can, can allow you a little they bit won't. of rest. They will not. They won't. <laughs> well, it's time for our first break of the morning. And coming up next, we have the nomination of a great spiritual father during Honor Our Fathers. And later, call in during Straight Talk with Father Scott Trainer. We're coming to you live from Mount Marty College in Yankton, South Dakota. I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm Joe Rutten. <laughs> You're tuned in to Real Presence Live. We'll be right back. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. 